0: This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. Francis just showed his true colors. While Catholics in the United States were standing up for the faith by protesting against the mockery of our blessed Lord, a mockery of his mother, and a mockery of nuns, done so with the full-throated endorsement of Major League Baseball and the team in Los Angeles, Francis sends an endorsement to Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church in a handwritten note endorsing his work of undermining the church's teachings on morality and sin. The two issues are definitely related. They cannot be separated from one another. We're going to go over that today. Francis chose to do this in the run-up to the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart this past Friday, and that was when the National Catholic Reporter made it public that Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church received a handwritten note by Francis endorsing his work. Francis asks the priest to send, quote, his best regards to the participants of their meeting and assures that the participants at this wicked conference are, quote, in his prayers and good wishes are for you and all who work at the outreach conference. This conference was held this past weekend. It ran from the 16th through the 18th, including, yes, Sunday, Sunday at Fordham University, where modernists, so-called scholars undermine the faith and integrity of sacred scripture by pushing for changes to what the church teaches on the James Martin sin. We've heard this before from them. Every year, every day, it seems like they find up weird passages in sacred scripture that they think are about the James Martin sin and how really the church is much more ambivalent and how sacred scripture is much more ambivalent. And for going back to antiquity, the church just got it wrong. That the church was wrong. They've Some of them, including Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church, has said that St. Paul was wrong in his more explicit condemnations of certain sins that cry out to heaven. He has rejected the inerrancy of sacred scripture. The church provides the framework for interpretation of scripture. They tell us what scripture means. The church does. The magisterium tells us what Scripture means, but sometimes you don't need the help. St. Paul is pretty explicit when he rejects certain sins that cry out to heaven for justice. And Pastor Jimmy Martin said he was wrong. The church has said that if you reject the inerrancy of sacred scripture, you're not even a Christian. That is what the magisterium of the church has said. It's a heresy to say that scripture was wrong. And here we have Pastor Jimmy Martin has said before that he thought St. Paul got it wrong. All of these organizations that do this work are founded on the premise that essentially sacred scripture and the magisterium of the church have got it wrong. And only now through our better understanding of human dignity and social science, not even like physical sciences, but social science, that we now have a better understanding of how these things work. None of that is actually true. That is what we are told today. The conference was held this past weekend, again, at Fordham University. Now, Catholics tried to get this event stopped because it was so openly heretical that it should be obvious, but they failed to do so. The event was coordinated by Outreach, which is Pastor Jimmy Martin's organization that does the opposite of the work of courage. If you're familiar with courage, courage finds Catholics who have, we'll call them James Martin sort of inclinations, but who don't want them, who want to live as the church teaches them. And in accordance with their state in life, often choosing to just live lives of prayerful solitude and things, and to carry their cross. Courage does excellent work. You don't hear a lot of Catholics talking about courage, but they do excellent work, and they are deserving of your support. Outreach does the opposite. Outreach wants the church to accompany them. And by accompaniment and dialogue and all the rest of the modernist lingo, they mean to essentially affirm, to say, yes, you're okay. You don't need to change Eh, the gospel, whatever. Just you do you. That is essentially what these organizations tell these Catholics what to do. And now we have a handwritten letter that Pastor Jimmy Martin made public on the 14th but was made widely known by the Catholic media on the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart two days later because James Martin is one of the organizers of the event where Francis sent a handwritten letter to James Martin endorsing these sins. That happened on the same day that Catholics coming from around the United States as well as from overseas to go to Los Angeles to pray and do acts of penance for the mockery of nuns that happened that day. Let me give you an update on the mockery of nuns, by the way. LifeSite did a good sort of coverage of this, and it's worth really kind of briefly going over. Some media claimed that there were only hundreds of people who showed up, but others, as we'll talk about here in a second, actually show that it was thousands. And I have... I, we heard from one person early Saturday morning that they estimate 2,500 people by their own account. I don't know if the person is an expert at counting these things or not, but some of the media are reporting thousands. Showed up, and uh, it did definitely got the attention of Major League Baseball and the sports team we're talking about here. But the LifeSite article gives us some brief good information here. Quote, This is a give or take war, John Yep of Catholics for Catholics told LifeSite's John Henry Weston prior to the rally. We have to be prepped as Catholics to be ready to push back, to take a punch, and get right back in there. The event, co-sponsored and filmed by LifeSite News, began at 3 o'clock Pacific time at Dodger Stadium, included a prayerful procession, worship music, I'm not sure what that means by the way, for those of you who were there, was it like more traditional stuff or was it like uh, cringy kind of modernist music anyway, and uh, speeches by Strickland and Weston, end quote. Now the thing was led by Bishop Strickland. And that is just unequivocally a good thing. Bishop Strickland has really stepped up and taken a leadership role in this where a lot of the local bishops just haven't. I've got reports on the ground from people from that morning saying that the Archdiocese of Los Angeles sort of stepped back and distanced themselves from this whole thing. While others have said that that, uh, Archbishop Gomez has voiced some support. What I do know is that the cathedral was not participating in any official way, and that is unfortunate. There should have been a mass offered in union with the events going on there as an act of prayerful repentance and just for what's going on. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Now, LifeSite goes on. Their coverage is pretty basic. Bishop Strickland was there again. They say hundreds came to attend, but really, the local media said, One local media outlet said it was 2,500 or a couple thousand people, which is great. In fact, the secular media was surprisingly neutral on this, at least ABC News was. The local ABC News affiliate on television reported it in this way, showing thousands of protesters and speaking about them with respect. They had helicopter footage showing that it wasn't just essentially a handful of Catholics who were upset about this. I was surprised to see that, but then again, you might be aware that the broader culture seems tired of everything going on right now, that things have gone too far and that people have had enough and just want to be left alone. And the media is starting to notice the secular media even reported that people came from as far away as Ireland to participate. So well done. If you did that well done, if you were able to, you know, put your life on hold for a moment to go to Los Angeles, to do these acts of prayer and repentance, I wish I could have joined you. I'm very happy to see that. And if you were there, please email me and let me know how it went. My email is in the description box below please send me an email. I am very curious how it went. Now, are you surprised by this? I don't think you should be. I'm not surprised that Francis did what he did, that his timing. He he did this last summer, like I said, last summer he did this and people were surprised. A lot of the Pope Splainer YouTube apologists were surprised by this. I remember some of the thumbnails explicitly were the commentators in question who will remain unnamed here. How just looks of absolute shock on their face, on their thumbnails, they try to explain away Francis endorsing the work of outreach. You can't explain away the work of outreach. It's a heretical organization. It stands in opposition to the faith. It stands in opposition to the truth, to the divine love of our blessed Lord. And it stands in opposition to the law of God. So why is Francis endorsing it? You might remember that his entire catchphrase, his entire mission, it seems like, as he describes it, is to go to the peripheries. What are the peripheries? They're people who aren't even in the church. He famously will essentially not excommunicate anybody, pretty much. He won't force anybody out of the church. He won't do anything like that, including heresy, on issues of heresy or anything else, because his mantra is unity, unity, unity. So no matter how bad of a thing you do publicly, he'll just shrug. may even endorse it, like he did here. Because his endorsement of this work is weird because it stands in opposition to some statements he's made in the past about the groups in question, how there were too many men with the James Martin sort of ideas in their head in the Episcopate and in the priesthood. then he does this. Remember at the end of the day he is driven by an ideology of playing one hand against the other. If you read his biography that I've quoted numerous times, the biography by Austin Iveray, the professional Francis fan fiction writer, you, what you get as a quick takeaway from it is that his time in Argentina was formative on a political sense. He learned to govern by watching Juan Peron, who famously played off one side against the other. Now some people say well he'd be really based if he was that way. No, not necessarily for one because Perrone went back and forth from left to right as often as he felt was necessary for his own purposes. And Francis has done the same thing on this issue. But his true colors have been shown. Because every year, this time of year, and this month in particular, he sends Pastor Jimmy Martin an endorsement of his work in writing. It's always a handwritten note. It's not something that's ever going to go onto the Vatican's official records. for the work of his papacy because that's also what he does. Kind of like that FSSP security document he gave them promising them that they would be able to say the traditional mass in perpetuity for all time. Handwritten document, not in the official records. What do you think that is? A very good job for those of you who went to Los Angeles and did the right thing. It would have been nice if, say, the papal nuncio could have expressed support on behalf of Francis for what you're doing. But they didn't do that. So let me know what you think of that in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as it does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.